My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Our three-day core challenge is open now for you to join in. Sign up and you'll get direct access to daily core-focused classes. Yes, and they're both Pilates and yoga, Mm -hmm. and they're really short, literally less than 10 minutes. Exactly. So if you think you don't have time to work out, think again. (laughs) (laughs) You do, because these are online, on demand. You can do them from the comfort of wherever you are, whenever you want. So come and join us for our three-day core challenge. Head over to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash core dash challenge and sign up. This is episode 287 on the Get Merry podcast, and we're so excited to be in your ears today talking about sucking at stuff. <laughs> yes, about being terrible at something, making a complete fool of yourself. No, no, not really, but maybe. Uh, as adults, really, we kind of stick to the things we're good at, I think. Or we get out of the habit of trying new things. And it might not even be because you're scared of sucking. It might just be like lack of time Mm. or you just don't have the energy. You're just so busy organizing everything else that you forget that it's good to try new things Mm. and not just new things that you know you'll be good at, new things that you'll be completely terrible at. Yeah, so recently we uh, have been going to a dance fit class. So fun. And it is really fun. We've been meaning to go to this class for like, I feel like four years, like ever since we moved up to the Gold Coast. We've like- A long time. Yeah, a long, long time. Anyway, we went and- we were so bad at it. We are so bad at it. We go right at the back of the room and there's just us two, like, trying to watch the instructor, watching her feet, like, what the hell is she doing? And we're just, like, all over the place. And then, and then, then, they, they think that it's a smart idea to add some arm movements as well. So it's like you get the leg <laughs> moves, you get the booty moves, and then boom, there's arms and it just stuffs everything up. Look, I'm not going to – I think, like – it also is hard because it's not really a beginner's class. Yeah. It's kind of like designed for people who do dance yes. and it's just for fitness. Yeah. And maybe we're skipping the whole like beginner's thing and just <laughs> jumping in. But it's fun. I like it. And slowly but surely we're getting more and more moves. Yeah. And, like, you know, they are recurring moves. So you're like, oh, yeah, like I got that better this week. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. And I think the best thing and for me – because I have like had a lot of self-doubt in my life and I have always been very fearful of failure and critical of myself Mm. when I suck at something. Probably that's just all humans. 
But I would always stay clear of putting myself out there mm-hmm. because I would be like, I'm going to be really bad at that. I'm going to suck. I'm going to fail. So it's been really great to not be worried about it, mm. which I think, you know, that might be the best thing about it because I just do it and I don't care what I look like. I don't care what others think of me. Yeah, I think it's uh, it really has, I guess, shown um, what this practice of self-acceptance has really brought yes. us in that, you know, it's – it used to like this fear and this uh non-acceptance used to stop us from going to things like this because we were so worried about being bad at something because we were worried oh what if they think I'm really bad and I might do this or make this mistake I might trip over and fall on my face whatever it might be so it's actually like practicing self-acceptance has allowed us to go and try new things which we didn't before and what it's bringing is this this childlike joy because it reminds you of you know when you were a kid and when like something is just so new and you're just like what am I doing oh well I'm just gonna bounce around and have fun and it I am smiling the whole way through. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's important maybe to try these things with a friend. Mm -hmm. I mean... Agreed. (laughs) I think with each other there and, like, we had another friend there the first week, Mm. uh, you can laugh at it even more because you have these familiar faces to laugh with. But, I mean, also if it is a nice group of people, those people will laugh along with you because they'll be like, don't worry, like, that was me just, like, five months ago or one year ago. It will get better. And, I mean, even with, like, bar, I'll think about it, the first bar class we did, I remember, like, I don't think we were ever bad because we were always quite naturally, like, you know, we did a lot of fitness. Yeah. And, you know, the thing with Pilates is that it's very structured. Yes. And so if you're telling me the move to do, like I have good body awareness, I can do it. And it's like up and down, like Mm -hmm. straight, like strength. It's all about strength as well. Um, And flexibility. Okay, I'm not going to be as flexible, but I can do it in the right way to how my body goes. Dance, when it's like rhythm and like the hips are going this way, the arms are going that way, and then all of a sudden you're popping and you're dropping and you're locking. And it's like all over the shop and then the arms are high and then low and then, oh, we're going to the left, we're going to the right. and And going to the back. Oh Where yeah, when we you turn become around. the front. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like completely different. And if you haven't done, like, if you've done dance growing up, like you're fine. You have that. We did ballet when we were like what seven and I was like five, five, and then I mean you did flex. You did Irish dancing though. I think you did more dance than me. Yeah, I did jazz, and, and I, I did a little bit. And I mean, I did I did dance at school, like the dance fest. But, I mean, that's, like, you're learning the steps. Like, this is the step. You practice every week. Like, Oh, my God. It's very different to dance fit. Yes, like, where you're just, like. This is, like, you do not get any warning on, like, now we're going to do a salsa move. Like, it's just, like, salsa! And then you're, like, doing it. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's wait. very different what, to a choreographed What is salsa? Dance. Oh, what is samba? Oh, gosh. Step, 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 step. Oh, tiny, mil- millions of <laughs> tiny little steps. <laughs> and now we're going slow. No, now we're going fast. How does anyone move that fast i do not and know like, and then shake, shake the their booty. booty and then like i mean that is the funnest thing though like to just like shake and be like rhythmic with your body it's very freeing it's an amazing feeling it's totally energizing uh i really recommend dancing yeah for the ultimate 
uplifting, joy-creating feeling. And, you know, the best thing is that you can just put on music that you love and dance around like a crazy person in your house. I really recommend that. It's so much fun. You should definitely do that. If you haven't done that in a long time, make sure you do it today. Uh, And let us know about it because we would like to hear. So I think I really like this idea of trying new things but making sure that you're not going to necessarily be good at it. Because as you were saying at the beginning, I mean, that, you know, oh, yeah, try new things, try new things, yeah, yeah, yeah. We usually gravitate to the things that we think or we know we're going to be quite good at. Well, I think, you know, if you're good at yoga and Pilates, mm. oh, yeah, I can try bar, piece of cake. Yeah. I can do reformer, Pilates, piece of cake. Uh, or I can go to boot camp. Like, you know, yeah. it's like they're all kind of like – Okay, maybe not boot camp is similar, but I know that we have had like a history of aerobics. We can do boot camp, no problem. Yeah. Like you invite me to a boot camp. I'm not scared of that. I'm like, bring it on. I'm going to be great. I know it. If you invite me to like (laughs) 20 kilometer run, but that's different. Like I just hate running. Like I've done that before. I don't want to do that. What about, here's another one. What about uh, like surfing? If you you get invited to go to a, a surf lesson. I would 100% go and I'm 100% okay at sucking, (laughs) but I'm a little bit weary of my great fear of sharks. Yes. Like that's the only thing. And, but I always have so much fun. Like it's Mm. such a catch 22 of me and you two surfing because I absolutely love the feeling of catching the wave. I actually think we're both pretty good at it. Like I think we're good at surfing. I just have a great fear of being dumped I know I'm falling and I think because we're not overly confident beach swimmers like I can swim in a pool for a million laps but the beach like I think it's good too Mm. because we have great appreciation for the wild nature of the beach yeah and we respect the the environment and if you haven't grown up on the beach and you're not overly confident swimming in rips like I would 100% freak out like maybe not because I've gone over it in my mind this is what you do like go with the rip swim sideways to the shore like like but it's still scary Mm. and that panic that Mm -hmm. might come is always in the back of my head yeah absolutely oh Oh, it's so scary the ocean is scary especially when it's like the sand is like up like the oh wave comes and crashes and the sand just goes like even yesterday or on no, two days ago i jumped in the ocean like i was not very far out i would have been five meters out because the waves were crashing really close and i just saw a shadow and i just freaked out and i thought that's a shark get out like, it's, but it's an irrational fear and like it's probably something we could work on yeah. and probably we should because there's so like how magical is the ocean yeah. like i wonder what it would feel like to go swimming in the ocean and not have that irrational fear or maybe it's rational i don't know and, yeah well then you hear stories of like yeah like i was swimming out um, on my surfboard and there were all these sharks underneath me yeah i'm not convinced um, i don't want to do that <laughs> gonna stay on the sand <gasps> under the umbrella oh my um, so other things that like i know that i would be really bad at going to like a painting class oh, me I'm terrible too. at painting would love to be good at it i oh, know <laughs> i think that too like to go to like a drawing class yeah, that'd be so bad but i i do want to do it mm. i mean even like learning a language like dating someone who is their second language is english and, like, yeah, I could probably think about learning Italian, but I'm going to suck at it. Yeah. Because my pronunciation doesn't come natural. 
prosciutto. <laughs> prosciutto? <laughs> but yeah it's like but you know you have this like feeling that you're just gonna suck at it yeah i'm like maybe i just don't want to do it (laughs) but maybe that you should because now that you've seen magic the dance class brought i that's true that is true that potentially learning that new language could be fun potentially what else would we suck at uh rock climbing like outside. Oh yeah. Anything. See, it's like it's a bit different as well though when there's that fear element. But yeah. I guess like you're pushing yourself outside of your yeah. Let's try your and comfort think of things zone. that aren't scary. Yeah, but that would just really. Well, bad I think at. the the artistic things are good. Like yeah, so anything artistic. If you're yeah. not, if you're not necessarily an art type. Uh yeah, like drawing, painting, uh, yeah, I even uh, remember modeling clay. We went making and things. like wanted to and like we you know, we've made nice jewelry before, but we wanted to make like marla necklaces. Oh, yeah. We went and bought all of our beads and stuff and then we started making it. I was really bad at it because I was just so impatient. Because I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> mine was pretty though. I have mine still there. Well, I still pretty. have mine as well, but I just remember I know. I'm just bored of this now. Like I know. so that's actually probably being bad at something. Yeah. Um I think for a lot of people meditation is something they think that they're bad at. Oh yeah, true. And you know, going to a meditation class or even like just starting meditation, like uh, like I think there's a lot of like I'll be bad at that because my mind is so fast or I just can't sit still. XYZ. Uh, this is why we meditate, guys. And I definitely recommend guided meditations are the ultimate way to start. Uh, if you can't sit still, even like yin yoga is a really great way to start meditation as well. We have both of those inside Mary Body. So make sure you try that out. If you're one of those people who've always you've, you've heard of meditation and it's always coming up in conversation, that's how it was for me. Always yeah. coming up in conversation. I was just like, I would suck. I would suck. I'd be so bad at that. Uh, and then you get good at it. And it's funny that, you know, we do – like, look at us. We've done it so many times during this episode, me with the language and you with the painting, you with the meditation. Like, we already fail yeah. because we say we're going to fail before yeah. we even give ourselves a chance. It's so like, true. holy moly. Like, we wouldn't say that to our friends. No. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. imagine if you're like, I'm going to go to this painting class and I'd be like, oh, you're going to be really bad at that. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> Like, why do we do that to ourselves? And we do do it because Mm. we have so much self-doubt. We are critical of ourselves and we also think, well, what will everyone else think of us? So really it's our egos that get in the way. Our egos stop us from experiencing the new thing. Mm. But if we can move past the ego, we don't get rid of the ego, Mm. but if we can recognize, hey, that's my ego creating that self-doubt, I'm not going to listen to it. Mm. I'm just going to sign up and do the class. Mm. I'm going to sign up to Mary Body and do the free seven-day trial, try the meditation, try the yin yoga, see what happens. If yeah. it's for me, I'll keep going. If it's not, I won't go back. Yeah, it's, it's so like, simple, isn't it? It's like it? it's worth a shot though, isn't it? Yeah, and and then even it's about kind of that pushing through even though you are bad at it. Yeah, Like go back. Like, like a few times. Like a few times. And I think that's a good goal. It's like – um, you know, like try it three times. Yeah. Like give yourself three times and then see yeah. what happens. Exactly. And going back to that whole idea of like, you know, you don't you're already saying you suck at something or you're bad at something, like why even bother? Uh I think also we get afraid of saying, you know, to our friends or our family, like, I'm gonna go try this and and not uh 
adding on the fact I'm probably going to be really bad at it. Yeah, I know. Like, we we think, you know, or believing that I might be good at something isn't an okay thing. Yes, true. And also it's like you might think that they will judge you, so yeah. you're just going to judge yourself first. Yes. Get it out of the way. Yeah. You don't want to take their criticism, so, you, so you'll just offer yeah, it to yourself. Exactly. It's like, oh, my gosh, humans. Yeah. Uh, what about the fact that, the, like just the magic of trying new things, yeah. I think sometimes we get very lazy. Mm-hmm. And then I think sometimes we might be like, oh, I need to be more interesting. I'm going to try new things. But then that's kind of like trying new things so you are interesting to other people. Yeah. So I think it's like really important to check in and be like, hey, like I want to try these new things for myself. Yeah. I mean, yesterday I was having a conversation with you, Emmy, and I was like, I want to do more things that just bring me joy. Yes. Like, and then we'll try to make a list of like, well, what yeah. do we like? Like, what yeah. do we like that isn't linked to anything to do with work or business um, or yoga and Pilates because we love yoga and Pilates, but like what isn't linked to that yes and then we all come up with all of this stuff that we love to do uh and it was really fun and really exciting to think oh yeah like we could totally do that and we're just doing it because it's going to be fun and i think it's so important like if you do own a business or you have like these career goals it's really important to create these hobbies Mm. because it feels do you not feel i think i read something the other day and it really feels like Everything has a purpose now. It's like I'm doing this to further develop this. I'm doing this to work on my investment. Uh I'm doing this to work on my business. This is my side hustle. I must make money from Uh it. It's like, oh, my God, can't I just do something for fun? Can't I just have a hobby? Uh Can't I just play tennis, not even for fitness, just for fun? It's like why does it always have to have this purpose related to something else about bettering ourselves? Why can't I just knit an awful scarf? Just because I like to knit. I make my sister wear it. <laughs> I'd be like, I knitted you this and there's a million holes in it. Like, I can't knit. Mum has to fix my knitting. But it, I like knitting. Yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah. That's a good hobby. Maybe I'll start knitting yeah, again. why not? But I can only knit scarves. <laughs> straight things up and down. Maybe you can do more than that. Maybe. But maybe I could knit the pattern and then mum can sew, sew it, it together. together. Good one. You can work together on that. And, you know, when I did that... um Cross stitch. I love doing oh, that. See, cross this cross stitch like was fun when we were doing it all together, but I just wasn't going to do that myself. Whereas I think I'd knit by myself. Yeah, like it's quite relaxing that and that tap noise. Mum is so fast at knitting. Yeah, she just like is amazing. And I just but remember they would joke like her and Sally would knit at parties. Yeah. in the what year would have it been in? The, the 80s? S- no, the 70s. 70s. Imagine that. They were at the 70s parties and they were knitting in the corner. I oh love God, it. I love that story so much. Uh, hobbies. A really, really, really good thing to just check in. Uh, is everything you do linked to some greater purpose like in your life and can we just instead do something for the sake of doing it and having fun and enjoying it and I think I must have read the same thing and I don't it must be someone who we follow on Instagram it must be but I also what did I read today which I really liked it was a quote and it was a Viggo Mortensen 
Mortensen, is that how I say it? He's the actor of Viggo Mortensen. To be an artist, you don't have to compose music or paint or be in the movies or write books. It's just a way of living. It has to do with paying attention, remembering, filtering what you see and answering back, participating in life. Mm. I feel like we are in a real age of non-participating in life. And, you know, it's easier than ever to kind of feel like you're living, but you're simply sitting on the couch watching Netflix. You're sitting on the couch on your phone. You're living on these devices. You're living in your computer. You're living in your workspace. You're living uh, to just develop your mindset. But actually, you know what I mean, though? It's like you're reading reading about self-developing, but really the best way of self-developing is to experiencing life in all the dynamic, the the, the getting amongst it. Yeah. Like that's how we develop. Yeah, and I think it's like, you know, when you go out for dinner with like a big group of friends, like what are you doing? Like what are you thinking? Like are you there in the room or are you like thinking of something else? Or are you thinking like, oh, my God, like what am I going to say? Oh, my God, I just want to add my two cents. Like I'm I'm not really listening to them because I'm just waiting for space so I can talk and I can share. Oh, my gosh, like – but this is like the the magic of self-reflection because I'm sure you are listening at home and you can probably think, aha, yeah, I do that. Or, yeah, I feel like I'm missing out on yeah. something because I am stuck in, in, in home, but it's like me keeping me in home. Yeah. I mean, of course, okay, I get a pandemic as well. Uh, but there's, you know, everything can relate to something. Mm. Like we can do something that isn't to develop. We can just do something for the pure fun of it. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't have to be about bettering yeah, ourselves. Yeah, and it doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to be about getting fitter. It doesn't have to be about yeah. gaining, like, you know, gaining something. Like, there's, well, like, it doesn't have to be about an end result. Yeah. But it can simply be for the sake of doing it. For the, and you, the thing is, is that you do gain so much I know, from it, I know. But it's not in the usual aspect of what is success. Yeah. Like, this is why, this is why... The Western world is like so, I guess, fixated on this stuff that we've been talking about it because success to so many people is like more money, flash car, bigger house, more stuff, blah, 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 whatever it is. But is it? I think I'm having like a real, like I know we've talked about this on this podcast for so many episodes and years, really, me and you, Carla, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. But I think I'm having, like, this real, like, epiphany of, like, money 100%, more money is not success. Like, I think it's finally, like, really settled into me and that, like, I can be so happy with not a lot of money. Uh I mean, enough. I need enough, yeah. And I need to be safe or whatever. Like, you need to have the things. But more, more, more does not equal more, more happiness or more, more, more joy at all. I mean, it's just like, well, how have we got it all so wrong? Like yeah. as a as a human kind of mm. like looking at it as a collective, I yeah. feel like that is where we are yeah, as a human race. Like we think that is what we want yeah. as a collective, but it's really not. Yeah, and so when we come back to like why we don't do these hobbies anymore, it's because, well, 
if I spend time doing that hobby, which only simply brings me joy, what's the point? Like, am I gaining any uh, skills that I can, you know, use to to monetize? Or like, yeah, what's my product that I'm making? And what's the problem that I'm solving that I can then put a monetary amount on? Like, these are the kind of things. Like, I'll listen to that podcast because it will help me get over that fear. I'll listen to this podcast because it will help me overcome like it'll help me be more of this so I can get a promotion, like, you know, all these things. And then it's like, and it's kind of like because of social media and Instagram, it's Mm. like, well, how does my life appear? That's more important than how my life actually is, which is complete BS. Mm -hmm. But this is the kind of stuff we're navigating now. And especially for younger people, I think teenagers, more important than ever to start educating them on the dangers of that kind of like suck hole where it just it takes it it like takes you from to this from real world the magic of the real world to this alternate universe that is like this surface level deep life yeah and you can literally you can feel it yourself when you go on social media you can be feeling amazing and then you can just be feeling blah yeah like that's why it is so important to check in, like, how often are you on there? Yeah, we should link to – Um, we have a great list of people to follow who yes. are, like, positive and, like, educational. Uh, so we'll link to that in the show notes. I think it's called Five Influences to Follow something. Which like is that. more, like, about body positivity <laughs> yeah. and, like, acceptance and things like that, which I think is so important, especially on Instagram because Instagram is filled with, like, perfect bodies and all of that. And sometimes we just need to remember that actually real life is not like that. No. <laughs> real life doesn't come with triple filters and yeah. all that. So let's remember that. Uh, and that also brings us joy as well, remembering that, that yes. actually reality is better than unreal. Yes, reality rocks. Yes, it does. So, and it can also be really hard as well, but, you know. Yeah, which is a good thing. You know, it's not all about easy and swimming through it and, like, putting our heads in the sands. Like, so often the hardest things that happen are the most amazing lessons. Well, I think as well, you know, we can choose to live life with our heads in the sand, really unaware of what is going on in the world. And that often can reduce suffering Mm. for yourself Mm. to turn a blind eye, blind eye, to the reality of, you know, all the troubles in the world, which Mm. there's so many. Um, But I think it's really important to be awake to it. Mm. And being aware doesn't mean that and easier life no it's harder i always think man life was so much easier back then if we're (laughs) in ignorant bliss you're like just so self-absorbed and focused on yourself and and your own life yeah that's you're cruising really but if we but it's so important to to be across at least your community like at least where you live and then like take an interest in the greater world Mm -hmm. like we should. We really should. I mean, what was someone t- talking about at dinner the other night? Uh, they were talking about there was like three news stories on ABC on Instagram. 
Uh, we, and it just makes me laugh. Like, yeah, we do get our news from Instagram and social media, don't yeah. we? Uh, and it was something about COVID, something about uh, Australian politics and all the stuff that's going on yeah. with the rape cases. And then it was something in an African country, I can't remember, maybe Nigeria, and it was like 300 girls have been t- taken, like from school, like stolen. Oh, my god! I know, and it's just like, holy moly, like that's massive. They've just been abducted from school to whatever they're going to do with them, make them become sex slaves or I don't know what. Like, I didn't read the article. I should have Googled it since I brought it up. Uh, But, yeah, like, massively. And, like, we can't just turn our blind eyes to this Mm -mm. stuff. Like, we need to be informed about this. And I know it makes us all feel sad. But then it also makes us feel like, hey, like, I want to contribute something good. Yeah. Because, like, there's enough bad, real bad stuff in the world. I want to contribute something good to the world. Yeah, so then I guess this comes, like, full circle when it's like, you know, do the thing that you're going to – that's going to be really hard and you're going to suck at. But then, like, we've come to this other point now. Yeah, it's like, how do we get where here? Where it's talking about, you know, looking at how really blessed actually we all are but then how parts of the world are not. And that is really uh, some hard-hitting reality, which – then might inspire you to do something about it, which again doesn't have a a doesn't bring you mm. something physically, you know, more. Doesn't bring you something material by doing something about it. But what it does is it helps someone else. Mm. Like, and so I think this is where we go wrong again. Is that we're so yes. focused on me, 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 and more, more, more for me yes. that we forget about helping the wider world and. You know, we are all so lucky to be like born where we are. Where if you're if you're listening in the Western world, like, you know, we're very lucky. So I think if we can use our spare time instead of like thinking, how can I use how can I make a side hustle to make more money? It's like, well, how can I use this spare time to to learn about what's happening in the world and to then go out and maybe help? Did we share that quote that Kate Kate Toon shared about the monkeys and the bananas? I don't think so. I should find it. And then this is, we'll end on this one because I think it's a good place to end and for you all to ponder because uh, it made us ponder. Stop me in my tracks. It really did. I was, and, like, I think because of the way it's written as well, how it's about monkeys, it's like, oh, yes. And, you know, it comes full circle as well because I think uh, – like where is it this is why a good reason to make more money Mm. so you can then contribute more to the people who need help are you finding it i'm gonna find it you just keep talking about something okay well i was just gonna talk about the quote because i'm pretty sure i can remember it well try and remember it and i'll keep okay so basically the quote oh i found it oh good Perfect. Okay. So Kate Toon shared it and the person who wrote it is Natalie Robin Justice at Welcome Words. If a monkey hoarded more bananas than it could eat while most of the other monkeys starved, scientists would study that monkey to figure out what the heck was wrong with it. When humans do it, we put them on the cover of Forbes. I just got like, you know, those chills, but like not the nice chills, the magic chills, like kind of the sick chills. I like the ones where you're like, oh my, that is so true. And like disgusting. Yeah. So we're going to end on that. Have a ponder. How can you bring more 
joy to your life by doing things that you might suck at and that might be hard, but then also looking at it as by doing that, it might actually open your eyes up to how you can spend your time not just thinking of what you can do for yourself. Yeah. How you can do things for others. I like it. Hmm. Okay. I knew we were going to end on that. I know. I didn't. <laughs> but do try dancing. And also, if you do suck at yoga, come try Merry Body. It's- Even if you suck, you'll be having a great time. And Pilates too, for that matter. I think so. It's fun. <laughs> okay, everyone. Have okay, a bye. beautiful day. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.